Hey everybody, welcome to Burke Reviews Top 5 Movies, kind of. This is actually a mini episode. Um, we were unable to record uh, this episode. It was originally scheduled to be our Top 5 spin-off movies, and that's um, movies that are... Uh, well, spun off of another film. So, like, you take a character or a premise from a movie and spin it off, and that was in honor of the release of Fast and the Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, the newest spin-off film. It turns out, uh, when I had this idea, I didn't do a lot of research, but there's not a lot of movies that have been spun off. There's more TV shows that have been spin-offs than there are movies. Um, but Corey and Mike were both struggling to make their list, and we, Mike and I are just going back to work, uh, and it was just too much. Um, so I'm just recording this. Uh, one to apologize we haven't missed a episode bi-weekly in a long time um but sometimes it happens uh the future of top five movies is in question at the moment um we, we're hoping to keep the some version of this podcast going but we've been doing this for three years now and topics are getting slim um you know there's only so many things we can say and only there's only so many movies we've seen and it does get redundant you might hear us sometimes make jokes that we've already talked about this movie so many times or whatever um but i did do my list i i've actually seen a lot of these spin-off films um and i'm just gonna knock out my five real fast um number five is get him to the greek uh that's a spin-off of forgetting sarah marshall they take um aldous albus it's albus or aldous snow uh russell brand's character from um forgetting sarah marshall who is uh Sarah Marshall's new boyfriend, Jason Siegel's rival, who's uh, very funny in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. They spin him off. This is a few years later. He, he, his music career is kind of tanked. Jonah Hill, who is not reprising his role from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, but playing a new character, is tasked with getting him to play the Greek, his big comeback show. Um, there's a lot of funny scenes in this movie. There's this whole sequence with P. Diddy and the uh, the Jeffrey, I think is the name of the drug that they he smokes that makes him go crazy. It's super funny. I love that scene. I've only seen it once. I enjoyed the movie. Um, Rose Byrne is in it too as Al- Albus's uh, ex girlfriend, um, and it's it's real funny. Um, next up, I, I went with the Wolverine. Technically, I think it should have to be Origins because that's really the spinoff movie, and then they do two sequels to that. But I'm gonna go with the Wolverine. I could go with Logan. If, since I'm ignoring the initial and Logan is definitely the best of the trilogy of Wolverine movies but I've talked about Logan I have not talked about the Wolverine I really liked the first two thirds of the Wolverine I think when the Silver Samurai shows up it kind of falls apart uh, third act is weak but the first two acts are really really strong I love Hugh Jackman in that role um, it's really where I think he gets to shine as the Wolverine that we'll see in Logan I think that's the, like the first version of the character that's really able to pull off the logan performance um i think a lot of the wolverine stuff in the x-men movies are fine but not as strong as what we get in uh this film and so that's what i went with um next up this one i saved a franchise in my opinion um for me personally i don't think it did uh financially and for and it's a disappointment but bumblebee from last year um Haley steinfeld shows up in a really great role uh, the Travis Knight directs who if you're not familiar if you didn't see Kubo and the Two Strings you should it's excellent um, this is his first live action directing gig 
Uh, I think he nails it. I think that there's a lot of great humor. There's so much heart. And this is a franchise that, for me, had died after four. I didn't even see uh, The Last Night or whatever the fifth one is called um, of the Transformer franchise. And so he, Bumblebee was my favorite character in the first film. Um, I had never been into Transformers growing up, and when I saw that first Transformers film, I was really taken by it. I bought a bunch of Bumblebee action figures. I, I was so into it. Two came out. I had I lost a lot of interest. Three, I barely saw. Four, I went to the theater and suffered through, and I was I was done for five. I was just like, nope. But Bumblebee gave me hope uh, with Haley Steinfeld and Travis Knight attached to it. A uh, little less that John Cena was in it, but he's fine. Um, but I enjoy Bumblebee a whole lot, and so it's my number three spinoff film. Um, this one, the next one could be number one because this is such an amazing spinoff. And it, I think it's hard to call it a spinoff. It is categorized online from other people as spinoffs, um, but it's Creed. Um, technically speaking, Michael B. Jordan's character, who's Creed, is not in any of the Rocky movies. So it's not a spinoff in that way instead we're spinning off of the son of another character from the first two rockies and the third rocky uh, i'm sorry rocky four is he in the first he's in three is yeah he trains rocky in three sorry uh, he's in the first four um apollo creed and then this is now his son um and uh ryan b jordan does an amazing job bringing this this film franchise back uh onto amazing proportions i know i said amazing multiple times but i'm doing this rapidly because it's very late i just recorded movie club um i love creed so much when i saw it and it's an easy film to put number two and again i could easily move this to number one i think this movie is unbelievable tessa thompson is also outstanding in this film uh, but the big surprise uh, and probably the best surprise was how great stallone is in this movie um he he doesn't win the oscar but i do believe he was nominated for supporting actor um truly if you slept on creed um if you were like oh i don't need another rocky movie you're wrong you need to watch this movie especially if you have any love for the first or second rocky film this movie is of that quality um i i like creed 2 i don't think it's nearly as good and um coogler not being behind the camera i think is the reason uh jordan is still strong i think they they give tessa thompson's character short shrift in the sequel um but I still enjoy uh, both Creeds. I think Creed 1, though, is an outstanding example of what a spin-off film can be, where you take a legacy of a franchise and you give it new legs. Um, and this last one is is a movie that was made for me. Um, if you know anything about me, listener, I am a big Batman fanatic, and the Lego movie was a surprise hit. Nobody expected the Lego movie to do what it did. Um, it, it embraced a whole bunch of fans. Every Everything is awesome became a popular song. And I, I was stunned at how much I enjoyed the Lego movie. But specifically, I love Will Arnett as Batman in the Lego movie. And he gets a spinoff, the Lego Batman movie. And any Batman nut has to love this movie. It is made for us. There are so many references. I mean, Calendar Man shows up in this movie. Um, not to mention, if you're a fan of stand-up comedy or uh, like improv comedy, um, there are so many great... like. I wouldn't say unknown they're known to me and they're celebrities to me but they're not super famous like doug benson is the voice of bane and if you're a fan of the uh douglas movies you know he does the bane voice for years that he gets to then do in the lego batman movie um the uh holland um garfunkel and oates get to do voices i mean the the voice the cast list is so long because so many characters show up in the lego batman movie 
it, it, it was so much fun. It is my favorite of the Lego movies, to be honest. As much as I love the first one, the Lego Batman movie is just, again, made for me. Um, and then you put uh, Michael Sarah as Robin, and you just win me over. Um, so there was no hesitation. As much as I love Creed, this movie is my favorite spinoff because I, I, I don't think if the Lego movie isn't successful, you don't get this Lego Batman film. Um, Warner Brothers is too tight with that property. I think normally, uh, I'm really surprised that they were able, willing to do this because there is like, they make, they poke fun at a lot of the DC things that have happened. They make fun of the character. Um, but I also think the, the movie captures what the character is really about. And that's something that you don't get in like the, the DCEU Batman movies at all. Um, so I, it was easy for me to pick this. Um, a few honorable mentions before I sign off, uh, Rogue One. Uh, technically a spinoff of the original Star Wars trilogy. Um, Annabelle Creation, definitely a spinoff. Uh, technically, Annabelle would be the correct film as the initial spinoff of the Conjuring universe, um, but I, I've actually not seen Annabelle. I've only seen the the prequel, uh, Creation. Um, this is 40, which is a uh, spinoff of Knocked Up. It's Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann's characters from Knocked Up um, years later and them turning 40 and dealing with it. And uh, Jane and Bob, Jane and Bob Strike Back I saw listed as a spinoff i don't agree with that one being the like the official spinoff i would think you could argue dogma as the spinoff film because that's really where it follows um jay and silent bob from clerks and from mall rats and from chasing amy um exclusively they're the that's the first time they become central characters while they are not the main characters they are the connection to the new jersey elements of smith's films but i i am a fan of kevin smith's older stuff um i did not like yoga hosers I am very hopeful but very reticent about Jay and Silent Bob reboot, which would could argue is a spinoff uh, also. But um, I did see Hobbs and Shaw. I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't think it's a perfect movie by any means, but if you're a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise, it is different because its emphasis is not on the driving as much as it is on the uh, the two lead performances. But um, the action sequences are, are crazy and enjoyable. So I'd say check it out. Um, Again, sorry for the short episode this week, and we plan on being back in a couple weeks, but we'd love to hear if you have any ideas of what we could turn this into, what type of movie podcast you might be uh, interested in hearing, and we're also brainstorming some stuff on our own, of course. We're not looking just for uh, for ideas, nor do we want to like steal an idea from anybody, but you know, um, we're limited on time and resources uh, financially. Uh, with that, if you want, like what we do at Burke Reviews MovieCast, uh, that's Movie Club and Top 5 combined... Um, if you would rate and review us on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, it helps new listeners find us and might um, prompt us to keep this going. Um, you can follow me on social media at Burke Reviews. Go to BurkeReviews.com to check out all of the reviews that I write and the other podcasts that I do with Matt from What I Watch uh, What I Watch Tonight .co.uk. Sorry, Matt. Um, and uh, our podcast we do is Bloody Awesome Movie Podcast. And that's where Matt and I review the month, uh, the month movies just passed. Um, we'll be reviewing the movies from July here soon. That episode will be dropping in just a few days. Uh, so get ready for that one. In the meantime, listener, keep watching movies. Do you like movies? 
Do you like podcasts? Or are you just lonely? If the answer is yes, and even if it's not, then check out the What I Watch Tonight show's filmtastic selection of podcasts, covering the entire movie-verse as something for everyone. So come check it out. More details at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk or from all good podcast providers.